So I'm feeling somewhat livid right now. I think I'm livid because I'm kind of super impatient with myself. It's like I'm in that place where it's like, I guess I just feel so, not that I was lied to or that I was like deceived or that I was like, like raised in the wrong paradigm or something. But it was like, it's like I just feel, I feel like the suffering of womanhood. You know what I mean? It's like when I would go to junior high and I would see all these teachers be abused, like constantly abused. Because it's kind of like our culture is healing. It's like you, there's, there's a generation that grew up with lots of abuse, right? Lots of abuse, just constant exploitation of, you know, people with dominant power and then they they take care they they're supposed to take care of the people that are in their stewardship but they don't do it in a way that is like appropriate right and then it's like the next generation then there's all these rules and things that make it so they they're they know what they're not allowed to do but it's like they don't know what they can do to make it any better so then they have, there's instead of having teachers that have order and are able to kind of control a space in any kind of shape way or form then there's complete recklessness of like all the students and everyone just completely abusing their power right so then it's this back like this backwards thing that's going on right and I remember looking at them be like I'm never gonna be a junior high teacher I'm just never ever going to go there cuz like it's like it's like it's like not even servant leadership it's like slavery leadership right like like you're supposed to be some kind of person that is helping all these very immature spirits and and they're constantly abusing their power and constantly making it so that that teacher is probably going to be in tears at the end of every single day because they're not being listened to they're constantly just like disrespected and all this kind of thing right and so it's like that's what I remember seeing and then and then I just remember that and and I guess like you know when I stepped into this little realm right where it's like oh yeah like you know getting gaining a testimony of families are forever gaining a testimony of like motherhood and all this stuff I was surrounded by people that legitimately had amazing testimonies of motherhood right like they they shared all these things. I would study about all these things about motherhood and I was totally and I was like, yep, motherhood's it. It's better than going to serve across the other world. It's better than sweeping someone else's porch. It's better than it because I understood the generational healing power of it, right? I was like, yeah, absolutely. This is the eternal calling, absolutely, right? The other side of it that I failed to, to take time to understand, because I kind of had an idea, oh, I'll just become a millionaire and get a nanny. So that's how I'll do it, right? Because I knew of my own weakness, right? But then when that pan didn't pan out, I failed to, to also incorporate this multi-generational approach to mothering where it's like the, the village raises a child, like not just the village of like friends, right? That are in the same boat as you, but the village of the multi-generational, you know, like the, the, the young single kind of even teenage kind of group of people, like empowering them in their skills and stuff. And then empowering the olders, right? The ones that have our empty nesters and, and who are also like older and need that connection, right? 
Like that's what I was trying to create with like this retreat thing where it's like we're just gathering people that are on the same page of caring, right? Caring in whatever season that we're in, right? And then multi-generationally caring for one another in that kind of sense. And in some ways I feel like I've, I've kind of lacked in that, right? It's like I feel like I'm trying to run the show Kind of like I go to the temple and everything is organized. There's a shift coordinator, there's temple workers, there's the whole, every single minute is organized, right? And, and I realized that there's not just one temple president running every single show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not doing every single task. Like, they have it delegated out. So everybody has an equal weight of whatever that they're holding, right? And yes, the temple presidency will come and help with whatever, whenever it's needed, but it's not a constant. It's not like you're, you're calling the temple president every five minutes, right? And so I'm just like, I'm trying to find the inner compassion because I realize that my daily life is not with a bunch of like 50 year old people, right? That, are, that have all the life skills, have all the capacities, have all of these things, right? I know the world that I'm in. I'm in the world where, you know, there's tendencies for like the the backward abuse kind of thing where it's like I'm still learning how to like manage and, and take care of people in in the most happy, helpful, productive kinds of ways, right? But then there's the backlash where other people get to choose whether or not they're going to agree with me or not because they're independent people, right? And so finding that inner patience to work with people like that, like like if I were to say, oh, I'm gonna do things this way, and if I was corrected by somebody in a volunteer position or in a work environment kind of thing, I would find that like good criticism, right? It's like constructive criticism, and I could take it, right? But I realize there's people that can't, right? People that don't aren't looking for um, improvement, right? They aren't looking for that. And so if they were to get that, then it would just shut them off already. It'd be like, oh no, I'm not ready to hear that, right? I'm not ready to hear about improvement because I'm not looking for improvement and I'm just, I'm just ready to do whatever I am right now and that kind of thing. And so then there's that inner inner patient space that I need to be in to be like, okay, so I'm working with a bunch of people that might not be ready to improve, that aren't even looking for it, nor do they even realize that there could or should be any kind of improvement in their life, any kind of level of progression, any kind of level, right? Like, and then, but then there's that like side of me that's like, where's the humility, right? Like, where's the softness? Like, where's the, the gratitude? And like all of that, right? Like, I would wait for my parents to tell me to do something, right? Because I was like, they're doing so much. Like, could they just ask me to do something, right? And then when it was asked of me, I was like, sweet, let's go and do the recycling. Let's go and do the dishes, right? But mostly they just wouldn't, right? Because I don't know what they had in their life that made it so they could feel like it was like almost like unethical to ask anybody that wasn't an adult to do anything, right? And I'm just like, I in some ways I did feel, I was like, I was not um, taught enough, right? I wasn't taught enough skills at the ages that I was ready for it to learn those things. And it was like refused from me, right? And so I'm like, I'm doing my best to try and like 
forge a future, right? Of being like, yeah, motherhood awesome, motherhood eternal, motherhood calling, all of this kind of stuff. And and I kind of feel like the junior high teacher sometimes. I kind of feel like I'm like, I have no idea, right? Because like a junior high teacher is probably the worst thing ever because you can't call on all these other people, right? You might have an EA sometimes, but not always. And you can't really call on the grandmas or, you know, like it, it's kind of like a one-way street where it's just you amongst everybody that hates you. And you just have to get up every day and stand up in front of a crowd of all these haters and and somehow be some kind of person that's that's somehow going to help everybody that hates them, right? So I'm just pondering right now. I'm kind of in this phase of like, what do I do, right? Because it's like, I could keep doing this by myself, but that doesn't really, that, that offers to burn out pretty quickly. I've got like 17 more years of this and I can't afford to be burning out, right? You know, I have a tendency for burnout. Every six months, every three months or so, it's like I get to that point where I'm like, oh, burnout, it's coming, right? Like there better be a retreat soon or there better be like something that I can just have that's done for me so that I can just like have some respite reset and be like, oh yeah, I can totally do this. Thankfully, I do get to like teach yoga like every morning-ish, right? I do get to go to the temple and like, and volunteer every week. And I do get to like go to church every Sunday and like renew my covenants, right? Like those are such important like weekly life rituals for me that like give me moments of respite, right? Like like maybe one minute here, five minutes there, 10 minutes there, maybe even a 60 minute, right? That's incredible. That's incredible to me. And I love that I can have like a life that is kind of like always cycling through like every day or so. There's another like respite reset kind of thing that I can access, right? And so that's what I'm trying to make sure that I, I don't forget. Right. And, and I don't be like, oh, I'm just not going to go to church today or I'm like not going to go and teach yoga today or I'm not going to go and, and volunteer today or whatever. Right. Like I cannot afford to forget how important it is for me to have these rhythms in my life that support me because currently I am the show. Right. Like I don't have my hands in all of these different areas where I have other people that can help assist me in all of these other areas because I don't have access to all those things. I just don't, like uh, I could try to pray more so I could find more access to it because I'm sure there are people around. There's been other seasons in my, in my life where I did have the grandmas around me. You know, every Monday we would show up at a grandma's house and go help her with stuff, right? Or like, or you know, I would have other like young single adult kind of friends that like had time and they would come in and bring in their their wonderful energetic energy, right? But it's not like I can like schedule that as a as a for sure commitment weekly from all of those wonderful people all the time. So then I have to find my own respites like throughout the week, you know, just in case I can't find anybody else that would be willing to bring in their wonderful energy into our lives, like to just like have moments of respite together as a community. So that's kind of some of the feelings that I'm having. It's funny that I started off with livid because maybe the word wasn't livid. Maybe the, the word was more like I'm feeling, I was feeling like 
kind of confused, right? Sometimes I just wish I could be like transported from my being into like the heavenly realm and just get to counsel with all the ancestors, right? Counsel with all the ancestors, with my heavenly parents, with Christ. Just like have a big old counsel session. What if I could just do that for like the next 12 hours, right? Like what if I could have that in my heart, in my soul space, like in my temple? Like if I were to protect my temple time, like in me, like how could my life be changed in the next 12 hours, like taking advantage of the Sabbath day, taking advantage of this day of rest, taking advantage of my opportunity to counsel with them in my heart, in the chambers of my heart, and, and actually be ready with some questions when I go to my sacrament meeting today, and like some questions that I'm actually pondering for my week, and like for my life, and all of these kinds of things, because if I don't do that, I know I'm gonna be a wreck. I know I'm gonna like, I don't know, I always tell myself I'm gonna end up in jail, right? Like I'm just like, I have this idea. It's like, oh, if I don't do that, I'm gonna probably become homeless and be in jail, right? Like I just have that in my mind all the time whenever I'm like, I have this like decision to make. I'm like, oh, well, it's either this or it's jail, right? Like, like I don't know why it's so extreme to me, but for some reason, I kind of see things in black and white sometimes. It's like, it's like the train tracks, because I know the power of slight edge. I know the power of the angles and the slight edge and the proportions of, you know, an airplane going this way or down or, you know, it's where will it lead? That's kind of like always in my head, because I have to think that way, because I've always been trained in that way ever since I was little. It was like, I cannot depend on someone else to catch me, right? Like, I've always been of that mindset. It's like, I can't, I need to know from here moving forward if it's gonna lead me to a place that's going to like be fruitful and light-filled and good, right? If it's not, I can't afford to go the other path because no one's gonna be there to catch me. I can't just like fall back and be like, oh, my parents are gonna be able to offer me, you know, this, that, or the other because they're that much more, more ahead or something like that and they can just catch me, right? It's like, no, like I make my choices and I get the consequences of my choices right? That's how I'll make sure that I'm being caught. You know, the choices that I make today are going to make it so that I can be caught in a place that is fruitful and light-filled and, and those kinds of things. But, but if I were to make other choices, there is no promise there. It's just kind of this, this pit, right? Of constant falling for like eternity, right? And so it's like, I'd rather take the, the choices and make the choices that allow for me be, to be on a path, like a golden path of like walking steadily. And then if I trip and fall, at least I'm tripping and falling on golden path, right? Like it's like dust off the gold a little and get back up again and keep going, right? Like it's, it's way better to me than like going the other way. So anyways, just kind of in that ponder mode of, of, you know, finding my inner gratitude, right? And being like, yeah, this is my life situation right now. And this is me, and this is what is mine. And like, find that inner chamber in my heart to be like, what else though? Like, I know I'm not alone, right? How could I like access the power of my ancestors even more? How could I carve out more time for family history, right? How could I carve out more time to spend time on things that are of actual worth, like of eternal worth, right? And not be so caught up with the daily things 
of me living in my own little bubble, being with people that are just all my same age with this, all the same problems as me, and like how could I just rise above a little more and spend a little extra time with some people like, that's why I love conference talks so much. Like they're so incredible because they give me the opportunity to hang out with all the grandparents of the world, right? Like, yeah, let's do some of that. Um, and I don't know, I'm probably kind of feeling distraught too because grandparents are so important. Like it touches my heart so much that I got to be raised with my grandparents, right? They're so important. And so it's so meaningful to me to be like, oh, like, I feel like there's a hole in my heart because my grandparents are not here anymore, right? They haven't been here since like a month before COVID started, right? Like, so then there's like been three years there. And then before that was probably 10 years that I haven't seen my grandpa, right? And I still remember those special tender times that I had with him when I wanted to have my new boyfriend come and help him like move his furniture and then he would just come and and then he like before we left he's like oh just wait and then he puts in some money in a red envelope and he gives it to him and he didn't know that he would become like my spouse right but he just was happy to give right he was just such a happy to give kind of person I really miss being around people like that. I miss being around the people that are so altruistic and so inspiring that you just wish that you could be like that one day because they are just so beyond you in their capacity to love and serve and those kinds of things. I miss being around people that are so deeply good that you feel like they were just from heaven and that they're not, they're like an angel, right? They're like an angel that was just sent to be in your life, but really they're, they belong in heaven, right? And I guess I just pray that I can be some kind of a legacy of that. I hope to be because I was so blessed. I was so blessed with good people to guide and shape me in all the different instances in my life. There was so much risk and so much potential for me to become an addict, become homeless, become, you know, all of the things that anybody could become not being very supported or like anything or directed or anything. But I feel like I was given people all along the journey to be like, oh, hey, by the way, how about you be interested in these things? It'll set you up for the next 10 to 20 years. It was like every person that I met along my journey was there to help me set up my life and set up my belief system and set up my character so that I could last for the next 10 to 20 years, right? Until the next person could meet me at that 10 to 20 year mark and be like, okay, now here's the next 10 to 20 years from here, right? And so it's like, I do feel enveloped. I do feel like I've been supported. And I can't say that I haven't been because, you know, 20 years ago, I was supported then with people in my life that were there on purpose to help me for the next 20 years. But now I'm at that next 20 year mark where I'm searching again, right? I'm just like, please help me have the supports I need so I can know how I can do the next 10 to 20 years, right? And like how I can set up myself and others and, you know, be like, draw from all of the love and support that I was able to gain, like, 
and and offer that in some way to another, right? Like pass it on. 